loves. Welcome back to Strip Down. I just wanted to say thank you so much for all the love and feedback and just your honest commentary reviews and all the messages I've been getting. I've been reading them all and I appreciate it so much. I'm so grateful for this platform and to connect with all of you here. So I wanted to tell you about something I'm really loving right now, which is Grabby's. Grabby's is an ergonomic utensils designed for babies and toddlers. Natural hand grasp and motion created to encourage safe self-feeding and independence. It's BPA-free, which is all non-toxic plastic, and it has a unique choke protection barrier, which I don't know about you mamas, but when I've seen Amelia choke and gag, it is terrifying. So being able to know that these utensils have that unique choke barrier makes me feel so much better about her using it. And I literally watch it strengthen her finger muscles by using them. And I see it helping her feed herself one bite at a time. It's really amazing watching her get her independence with them. It's for ages six months plus, and you can check it out at grabbies.com. This is the Stripped Down Podcast with Hollywood mom, celebrity stylist, and Bravo reality TV star, Allie Levine. Join in with her weekly as Allie dishes on all things motherhood, the real, the raw, and everything in between. Buckle up, it's about to get real. Here's Allie. Welcome back to Strip Down with Allie Levine. I'm your host. I am so excited about today's guest. She is an amazing mama. Her name is Heather Brooker, and she is an actress and an entertainment reporter for NBC LA. Heather, thank you so much for being on. Hi, Allie. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. I'm so excited to have you. Like, I've been looking at all your stuff on social, and I'm just all your amazing work you've got going on. Like, it's Mom goals. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. Thank so, you. Thank you for being here. You're welcome. So, you know, I was telling you before we kind of started the show that I really started Strip Down with Allie Levine to kind of have these real and raw, authentic conversations with moms and, you know, just people in general talking about their authentic self and, you know, especially being a mom, things you've learned, navigating motherhood. You're obviously killing it. So I would love <laughs> to hear you know, kind of some things when you first became a mom and and got into motherhood and even now being a seasoned mom, like what's that been like for you and what have been maybe some, you know, rewards and challenges and just some different things that you can share with my audience? Well, um, you know, I should start by saying that I wasn't ever sure that I wanted to be a mom to begin with. Um, It was... um, not something I ever saw. My husband and I weren't sure for quite a while that we wanted to be parents. We were both very selfish (laughs) and very much enjoyed our free time. We loved traveling and we had this sort of mindset that we wanted to be in a certain position financially um, and that we also thought we were going to have to give up so much of our life um, in order to become parents. So we kind of waited. We waited about uh, 10 years. We were married for 10 years before we decided okay, we're ready. Let's do this. And, um, we were so wrong (laughs) about so much stuff. I would say that's one of the first things that I would share is how we fully misunderstood, um, parenthood. Now that being said, everybody's parenting journey is different. Um, you know, everybody faces different challenges and, um, or not, but ours, um, you know, we have just had it's opened our hearts. It's opened our minds. It's opened so much of our lives. We still travel just as much as we did before. We now get to take this little person with us who is seeing the world 
through new eyes and saying, oh my gosh, and everything is so much more wonderful and colorful and fun. And, you know, Channing is my daughter and she is all about rainbows and glitter and like every girl, she's like a true girly girl. And, um, it's just really a joy to watch her experience the world and see new things. And that's something that when you're in that sort of, um, you know, double income, no kids, um, world that you don't, realize will bring you so much joy. And again, that's not for everybody. It's not everybody's journey, but I I love that you said that because I feel the same way. And obviously I'm a new mom, but Mm -hmm. for me, I feel like I'm seeing the world through her eyes and it's so magical and so pure and so wonderful. And sometimes you don't realize, like you said, how selfish you can become and right you become because you are working and everything's going great. And you're like, I'm keep making things happen. I'm gonna keep, you know, checking those boxes. And I was the same way, you know, and I didn't also know I wanted to be a mom. I knew Justin, my husband really wanted to be a dad, but I didn't know, (laughs) you know, and And eventually you guys got on the same page. That's good. Yeah. yeah, It was kind of like, well, he kind of said to me like, well, uh, what are we doing? And I was like, Oh, okay. You know, yeah. But it's true, you know, and everyone obviously has a different experience, but I love that you said like you're getting to take this little person and she's experiencing it all because that's how I feel with Amelia. Like every time I do sing with her, I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting to see things in like such your world and it's so interesting. So being that you do have this amazing career, how do you feel like you juggle, you know, so much of being like a great mom and, and you know, getting to, you know, have her be such a part of everything you're doing, but also still remaining to you because that was something that, you know, and I even talked about on your show that- I feel like I lost myself for quite a bit in the first year. And so what's, you know, how did you navigate it and how did you feel being, you know, when you were a new mom and even now being a seasoned mom? Well, you know, there's, um, it's hard to think about that because I'm like, um, how did I navigate that? Um, (laughs) How am I navigating that? I feel like because she is such a, a part of me and, and, um, in a, almost an extension of me, I just include her in my life. Like she just, it is my daughter and I just, you know, other people can just deal with it, <laughs> you know? Like, so I just, I take her to places that, you know, like if, if childcare falls through, I have to, you know, for an event or red carpet or something, I either cancel or call in sick like you do in your normal at a normal job. Um, or I just take her with me and I feel very lucky that I have an employer and I have a job, um, and a business that allows me to do that. I know that not everybody has that situation, but I don't know. I mean, you know, to be honest, every day is something different. There's new challenges that come up every day. Um, like if she's not feeling well, or if she's being particularly like crabby or something, you know, it's hard to want to, it's hard to leave and, and, um, go and do my thing. But one thing I will say is I never felt like I lost my sense of self. I know that a lot of women do when they become moms, they feel like, who am I? Who was I before I became a mom? And, you know, there have been those moments, but I always have stayed very true to the fact that I know I'm an actor. Um, I know I'm a, a, like you, a TV personality and a host and, and, and a reporter. And these are the skills that I have. And I have dreams and I've had them for a very long time. And I've been pursuing them for a very long time. And becoming a mom doesn't mean those dreams go away. It means that they just get more um, urgent and Mm -hmm. more, um, full because now I have somebody who I want to see that, see me go on that journey. Like I want my daughter to go, my mom works so hard and she 
did what she set out to do and she created this thing and she became this thing that she wanted to be. And I get, she gets to have a front row seat to watching me do that. Now that doesn't mean that she is in any way less of a priority. Mm -hmm. It just means she's a part of my journey, a bigger, a big part of it. I always say to my husband, like, I love that you said that because I always tell Justin, I'm like, she is because of course me being a stylist, number one, I'm like, she is the best accessory. (laughs) She is the best accessory to our lives because I think, and you know, no shame. Everyone, like you said, parents, different, everyone has different journeys, but I think sometimes where the problems sometimes can lie or where there can be a lot of hurdles is when you literally allow them to take over your life and you revolve your life around them and Mm -hmm. you lose yourself. And I am guilty of that in the beginning because of my C-section and all these different things that I went through, I really did just kind of make it just all about Amelia. And and I that's was, okay. Right. Honestly, that I, I think that's okay to do that because you can take some time for yourself, right. take some time to be with your daughter and, and heal and find yourself again. Like that's okay. I mean, so oftentimes we're so um, caught up in thinking we have to bounce right back and we have to have this certain journey. And I think it's just, everybody's journey is different and you, it's okay to have that moment where you're like, Whoa, I was derailed a little bit, but I'll find my way back. It's, it's when you don't find your way back and you're still struggling and you're still like, who was I before I became a mom? And what do I want to do now? And you know, you just make your whole life about your child. Right. Um, that's when it's, it starts to get a little worrisome. Like, are you okay, my friend? Like, how can I help you? You know, what, yeah, what no, can we do? Sure. And I <laughs> said that, no, but it's true. Like, I appreciate you just said that about, you know, taking that time because I had to kind of find that balance myself in the beginning, you know, of course, being a celebrity stylist and being on demand, like, I was like still answering clients and my husband was like, you know, you just had major surgery. The baby's like brand new and you're trying to answer these people. Like you need to look at yourself and say, okay, it's okay for me to shut off and let my team, my assistants take over and allow my business to just keep going without me and let me step out because Mm -hmm. this is a new life. Like you said, this is a new time and I need to heal. And I didn't recognize that. But then also, I also didn't recognize that I got so deep in that's when the postpartum depression and everything else kicked in and I didn't realize that I did derail heavily and I was looking at myself going, do I really want to be a celebrity stylist anymore? Do I really want to be a TV personality? Maybe I'll be a lactation expert because I had trouble nursing. Like literally that's where my brain went, you know? And, and yeah. I hooked on that for like a couple months and everyone was like, what? You know? And, it was like- and I think that, that, to- and that happens and that's okay because you start to kind of when you become a mom, you start to question things and you start to do some self-exploration and go, what? The world is suddenly so much bigger. And you're like, I can do anything now. And you know, you, you really do start to feel like that. And I think that's good. Like motherhood in Hollywood was born out of the fact that I, um, had a two-year-old at home. I had been full-time stay-at-home mom for two years and I really needed friends and I needed other actors and friends in the industry who could talk to me about their experiences, you know, cause as, as actors and even stylists and, and, you know, chefs and stuff like yeah. that, we don't have an office to go to every day unless you're like a regular on a show. But even then it's only for like maybe eight months out of the year. Right. You, you don't have a regular office to go to, your to office is your home. Usually your office is your home. Yeah. And you don't have someone to bond with and swap stories with over, you know, tantrums and teething and diaper changes and all of that. So I really was lacking that 
community. And I, so I started motherhood in Hollywood as a way to connect with people like you and, um, and other Mm -hmm. actors and, you know, producers, writers to say, Hey, how are you navigating this industry? Because it's not like other industries. It's a very unique set of circumstances for people who work in and around the entertainment industry. Um, and then that's when it opened up like, Oh, I can start a podcast. And then from that I can, I taught myself how to code and I created a website and, Mm -hmm. you know, it just, it started spawning all these ideas like, oh, I could do videos and we could do this and la la la. And then there's something that about motherhood that really, for some people, sparks a creativity. And it sounds like that's what it did for you too. Yeah. And it did. And it definitely took longer for me in the sense of, you know, finding myself. And it's funny because I'll say that I'm like, oh, it's really only been a year. But of course, I feel like you're the same. It's like we look at ourselves and it's like, you know, you're trying to make it happen faster. So you're like, oh, it's taking a lot longer than it should. But then I do look back and I'm like, okay, it's only been a little over a year. I am finding so much more creativity. This podcast was born out of that. I love that motherhood in Hollywood was born out of, you know, all your different things and and meeting that community. And same with me. I was like, okay, people need to have real real raw conversations that we're having right now, because this is Mm -hmm. community. This is what helps others. This is what makes someone feel like, oh my God, you're going through that too. Or, oh, that's happening to you. It's normal. It's like when I look at some social media and there's no shame to moms because, you know, everyone's different, but there are some moms who like constantly all about the bounce back and you know oh my god look at this and it's like oh my gosh I'm getting nauseous because I, <laughs> I keep up with you you know and I feel like right. I'm failing and that's not a good feeling you know yeah and I think that you know it's social media is so it's so tricky like it affects people in so many different ways mm-hmm. I never have looked at anyone and compared myself because yeah. I have a weirdly strong sense of self and it's like there's nobody else like me well, I am my own person and got a lot like you know going on to keep that strong self <laughs> yeah and I know that that's not the case for everybody and I think that it's so easy when we look online and we go oh my gosh this person is really crushing it and this person is you know um I imagine for you being in the fashion world that you're like oh my gosh this mom looks amazing why don't oh, I look like this like do you know what I mean no, like, I'm like yesterday I'm not gonna lie did our great big play that we both went to like I was looking at some moms and I'm like okay, they're way earlier in postpartum, you know, than me. And why is my body still not there? And it's like, stop it, Allie. Stop saying that to yourself. Yes. You stop that because everybody is different. Our bodies are all different. Our babies are all different. Our, you know, our butts are all different. different. Everything's different. (laughs) Everything is different. And so it's hard not to want to compare to people. I mean, I think that's just sort of human nature where mm-hmm. people say, don't judge, but we're all judging. Everyone's judging. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's stop telling me not to judge because I'm going to judge. Because we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. I just am not going to tell you I'm doing yes. it. We all do it. We all right. do it. It's how, it's what you do with that judgment. If you start treating people differently or, you yes. know, you well know said. To, yeah, like it's, it's not, um, it's not feasible for us not to judge people because it's just in our human nature and that being that being said like um it's hard not to also feel a little envy and a little FOMO you know the FOMO is real yes FOMO is real (laughs) and so it's just what we do with it like we we have these feelings but it's what we do with it if we internalize it and let it eat at us you know or we can acknowledge it and go yeah that sucks I wish I had that hot body Uh, you know or whatever whatever you might be feeling but then you just move on you know move on with it I have some like really gorgeous friends who I always look at them and I'm like, oh my God, I would kill 
or your figure. Like, cause I'm a curvy lady and I look at my friends, I'm like, oh my God, she looks amazing in every single thing she wears. Like, how does she do this? And then, um, but then I'll talk to them about it and they're like, oh, but I have this weird lump or I feel weird. You know, my butt looks really big. And I'm like, oh my God, you don't even know about big butts. So it, it's, everybody has their own, their own hangups, their own issues, you know? That's just the way it is. It's like, yeah. So with motherhood in Hollywood, like you are, you know, I know you're not, you don't really consider yourself an influencer, but I consider you kind of like a mommy influencer because you do post such amazing content and you are constantly curating all this different stuff and putting it out there. So how do you kind of, you know, like in your, in your job, what you do with, you know, reporting and being a mom and having your podcast, like how do you navigate your social media? Well, I, I, oh, that's like a, that's something that's taken me a long time to sort of figure out. And it's, I'm still figuring it out. I think anybody who thinks they have social media and particularly Instagram, cause I think that's where everybody is at right now. Yeah, um, now. <laughs> I think anybody, yeah, for now, I think everybody who, anybody who says they have it all figured out is, is full of it. Oh. Um, because it's constantly changing. It's constantly evolving. I'm still learning. Um, you know, about posting times, like what is the right time of day to post? What, um, you know, I decided long ago that I didn't want my feed to all look the same, you know, with the same kind of filters and aesthetics, but that worked for some people that works for their feed and their personality. Yeah. Yeah. And that work and that works for you and that's your thing. And, but for me, I could never figure out how to make it look right, look right for me. So I'm like, ah, well, you know, so my, my feed is, bright and colorful and you I know, know I and that's just it makes me happy when I look at your feet. oh I'm so glad oh see that's what I want is I want people to go this is so fun like I find joy here yeah. I want people to go to my my social media and go there's I this makes me happy I love so, that yeah, yeah and that's and that's really the ultimate goal like if I'm posting something even if I'm just even if I'm having like a day where I'm like oh I am not feeling so great I'll be yeah. honest with that and I'll share that in my caption mm-hmm. um and I'm you know but most of the time, like, I feel like social media in particular, Instagram is where people go to escape a little Mm -hmm. bit. They want to peek into somebody else's life. And like, it's, it's the highlight reel, you know, it's the highlight reel of your day of your life. And, um, so I try to keep that in mind and not bum everybody out. (laughs) Yeah. No, I know. And I know, but I truly, every time I go to yours, I'm like, Oh my God, it's so happy. And I love how bright it is. And I love that you said that like you just share and I'm the same. Like I, Yes, I am guilty of the preset because I like the colors. I change the fashion. And that's okay. <laughs> like some of the most beautiful feeds are the ones that have that gorgeous like preset or that beautiful yes. filter and flow. And um, I could just never, I just don't have the eye for it. Like I feel oh. like people in fashion and who have like a photography background or style, they have, they're able to do that. And I just don't have that gift. (laughs) No, but you know what? I think it's really smart of you. And it just goes back to what you were saying before is like, you're aware of who you are and you're strong in who you Mm -hmm. are. And that's because you know, like, Hey, that's not something that maybe I'm the best at. So I'm not even going to bother doing that because that's me. I'm going to stick to me and stay in my lane. And I think that's really important sometimes to have those realizations because we're all not going to be able to do everything because we're not all creative in certain spaces or rest on our strengths in certain things, you know? So it's like, finding like what is and what isn't that's what also is going to make you stand out and why people are going to come to you so they know like they get joy from you and they get to see this feed that makes them happy it's like it doesn't matter that's not necessarily you know those scheming presets because it's like for you you're like no this is just what's going on with me all the time here's what I'm sharing yeah for you so being that like you do have such a strong sense of self do you have some like maybe like 
tips or just maybe just things even just like you do personally that like you feel helps with your own, you know, security, like as a, a mom out there, you know, working and being like an amazing mom, everything you're doing with your career, like some tips of how you navigate things or how you check in or anything like, I guess, like with mindfulness or whatever that, you know, maybe helps you that maybe can help others. Well, um, for me, I know it helps to have someone to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, that person is my husband. He's oh. my best friend and we check in with each other every day, whether it's just for a couple minutes, like, Hey, how you doing? Like he was having a kind of a rough day yesterday or I'm sorry, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just spent a couple minutes like talking and being like, you know, are you all right? Like, how can I help you with this? Um, and you know, whether that person is a counselor, whether it's a close friend that you truly, you know, trust in, <clears throat> just spend a couple minutes like checking in with that person, but then make sure that you um, reciprocate. So mm-hmm. when they need to, someone to check in with, that you're there and present for them as well, because we we get, we live in such an entitled me, me, me culture. Mm-hmm. And I say that knowing full well, I am a full Scorpio to a T <laughs> and I am all about me all of the time. Um, and which also is probably where a lot of that weird um, confidence comes from. But, um, it's, uh, I, I think it's super important to make sure that you're also checking in with your friends. And, and there's something cathartic about that as well, where you start to feel like, when you're helping other people or you're listening or supporting other people, it, it makes you feel good. Yes. Um, I was say, and conversations making me feel good. I'm like, Oh, my Monday didn't start out so great, but now I'm on with you. And I'm like, Oh, I'm so glad. So good. <laughs> I'm so glad. No, that's see, that's, and that's wonderful to hear. Like, um, it, I think that checking in with somebody, just having a quick conversation with someone, whether it's your partner, best friend, or even counselor, I'm a big you know, proponent yeah. of having a therapy mm-hmm. or counselor just to have that release. And because sometimes we just, I think people just want to feel heard. They just want to feel yeah. like what they're saying and their opinions matter. It's why we have so many trolls online. Oh. It's why there's so many people that have blogs or podcasts because they, they have something to say and they want to share it. Yep. Um, and if you've got someone who's listening and, and like actively listening, then it, it just feels, feels really good. Um, so that's one thing I would say that helps me. Um, and, um, yeah, just like, oh, I just forgot what were the other thing was that I was going to say, but mom brain. Real yeah. Total mom brain, <laughs> total mom brain. But I, yeah, that would be the main thing that I would say. Just okay. No, and, I, and I love that. And then, so you are doing so much. So what are some current projects that you're working on or things that are coming that like you want to share with us that we'd be excited about or things that you are excited about that you've got to you know the works? Well, breaking news, I will tell you this. I'm about to announce it on my in a couple of hours, uh, get an exclusive. Um, but, um, I'm actually leaving in a couple of days to go to Disney world to interview Tom Hanks for toy story four. Oh my God. Amazing. I'm super excited. So I'm going to interview the whole cast of toy story four and, um, do some exploring in toy story land and Disney world. Um, and I'm going to be covering that for, of course, motherhood in Hollywood, but also for NBC LA. And then, um, Let's see what else is coming up. Oh, Comic-Con is coming up in a few months. So I'm very excited about that. My inner nerd, my inner nerdy chick is, is <laughs> oh, really pumped. I love it. Um, but yeah, so I'm mostly just, you know, always working, always auditioning, always trying to, you know, um, get to that, get to the goal, reach the goal. And once that goal is done, then we move on to the next one. And, you know, like oh, you said, right. check those boxes and keep hustling. 
keep hustling. Keep hustling. I love that. Well, I mean, you're amazing. You're literally hashtag mom goals. I'm so Thank you. I got to be on my show. I know you've drunk you to go get your daughter, but um, mom, <laughs> I do. I have, I swear we have the only kindergarten in LA that gets out at like, we have to be there at 1215. She's only wow. a couple minutes. The school's only a couple minutes away, but right. we have to, we usually get there around noon to get a good parking spot. Otherwise oh we park. God. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. Struggles, right? Yes. It's <laughs> so insane. Like enough. Um, so <laughs> can you tell my audience where they can of course go and follow you and find you? Cause I know they're going to want to after this. Yes. Yes. Okay. Please download my podcast, um, motherhood in Hollywood on iTunes or Stitcher. You can also follow me at Motherhood in Hollywood on Instagram and Facebook. And then, of course, uh, over on Twitter at Heather Brooker. That's where I drop some like random comments and funny thoughts that I have throughout the day. Not too serious over on the Twitter, but I have fun. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Heather, for being here. This was a a great way to start the Monday and uh, have a beautiful day. Thanks, Allie. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for joining us on Strip Down with Allie Levine. If you want to continue the conversation with us, head on over to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also see what she's up to at www.allylevine.com. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.